Hi there, and welcome to the Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion, where our main aim is education through a conversation. Through our conversations, delve deep into all things related to the tradesperson contracting community, from news to education to industry happenings, helping you do better business while building a better and improved South African tradesmen and women contracting community. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. A warm welcome to our audience members. My name is Willem Klopper. I am your host. And in this episode, we will discuss the path to success with one of the captains of the plumbing industry, Mr. Rory McNamara. Now, Rory's story is proof and confirmation to many of us that it is possible to overcome and survive difficult times. And also that our dreams and our aspirations to grow and progress both as individuals and as companies, can be achievable. A little motivation and inspiration can make a very big difference. Now with me in studio, I have my two anchors, Ms. Lorraine Moy from PARB, as well as Mr. Steve Brown from IOPSA, and then of course, our guest of honor, Mr. Rory McNamara from Plumbing Africa magazine. Just before we give our guests the opportunity to introduce themselves, let's hit the brakes. We'd like to remind our audience that this episode is proudly brought to you by Articulated Plumber. Let's continue the conversation. I'm going to start off by asking you, Rory, in a, in a personal perspective, tell us about yourself and, and who Rory McNamara is. Uh, where are you from? What makes you tick? And, and, and what are you passionate about? And what are your hobbies? And what do you do for relaxation? Okay. Uh... I am a Joburg boyke, but I did have uh, nine years. Oh, and I stayed in Hillborough. Okay. okay. Back, back in the day. Back in the day, yeah, <laughs> when Hillborough was a livable place. That was training um, for the plumbing industry, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Uh, but I spent a most enjoyable nine years in, uh, in Queenstown, attending the, uh, the best school in South Africa, Queen's College, Queenstown. And, uh, uh, but basically Johannesburg, you know, and, and what makes me tick is the enthusiasm. I feed off other people. I don't, I don't have my own ideas and what have you. I feed off other people and that's why I find uh, my life actually is quite exciting. Even though I am 47 with dyslexia, I, uh, I, I, find, I find it terribly exciting that uh, people in industry are excited about their industries, their things. I'm excited about my family. They're all great people. They are because, you know, we, we created them. So, uh, and they, they're all individuals in their own right. And I love individuals. So, you know, as to hobbies, um, I do electronic jigsaws. I do word games uh, to keep my uh, brain little bit to, is left of it ticking to, to work on the dyslexia and to work on the <laughs> dyslexia yeah and uh, relaxation um i just relax all the time uh, from a perspective of your career can you tell us a little bit more about your own career your current role within interact media defined i know that the plumbers uh, or the plumbing industry are more familiar with rory mcnamara and associating your name with the plumbing africa magazine but uh, there's more to just than uh, the uh, more to just the 
Coming Africa magazine than just that. I mean, we, we are talking about Interact Media Defined. Um, Rory, just tell us a little bit more about your, your career. Where, where and when did you start your career? Okay, um, I started actually, um, I wasn't a very good scholar. Um, and I, uh, I actually have, do not have a matric. I wrote it, so I claim that, but I failed it hopelessly. In fact, I failed it very well. Um, and uh, there was no money for me to continue uh, that kind of education. And um, I started off in a buying department of a mining uh, of a mining uh, company with a mining company, and uh, that uh, just didn't keep pace with me because I'm quite a highly a hyperactive person. And um, I then went into into sales, which was about the only thing I was good for. Rory, was that with the same company? Um, yes, it, it, there was an element of transfer went into it. But then I found that I was technologically technologically challenged. Um, I had no idea, and to this day, I still can't put two pipes together. But I write about it. <laughs> so um, that was my rather unauspicious start to, to my career. And then uh, about after, yeah, after military training and, and all of that kind of stuff, I, uh, about three years afterwards, I had this opportunity to join a publishing company uh, that published trade and technical publications. And and I could get, I could feel that uh, there was there was a lot of value in this because you interact in trade and technical you interact with your reader as well as you do with your advertiser and um, but uh, yeah I thought okay let me try newspapers let me try the consumer side because you don't want to make a decision based on uh, based on um, oh, well I like it so I'm going to stay with it that's just not me. And then uh, after three years in, in uh, the consumer press, I decided that was dead loss and I came back into trade and technical. And, and that has shown me how important interacting with your readers, they are our most important people. That's for sure. Um, and they are our advertisers' customers. So, and I think some advertisers actually forget that. And they think, well, they can, you know, bully us to produce their horrible uh, press releases and that, which we don't do. Um, but we are talking to their, their customers. And I found that interaction absolutely wonderful. Later on, and um, I only had three companies that I actually worked for before. In 1987, I went on my own. Um, with my wife, uh, and if it wasn't for my wife, who was the financial person, I uh, wouldn't have a company. And I mean that most sincerely because she, she had that under lock and key chain, the whole lot. And I, I respect other people's qualities. Um, I'm marketing, I'm sales. Uh, I think I do a reasonably good job in it. I enjoy it. Uh, and, and, but she, was there to make sure that I didn't blow the money. <laughs> and uh, she did a damn good job of it. Rory, it, it, obviously it is one thing to, to work in your specific field. I mean, if you're in sales, then you're in sales. Um, if, you, if you're more on the technical side, you're more on the technical side. But when it comes to running a company, there's a lot of 
uh, knowledge and experience that goes into that. So I, I fully understand what you mean when you say that you've brought your wife in on that aspect. Yeah, you know, one has to, when you start as a on your own, you need to draw as many resources in as possible. And I think that's one thing about, uh, because you don't do it yourself, you do it with a whole lot of other people. It's a team. Uh, I, we had to go and beg and borrow computers, we had to go and beg and borrow that knowledge that goes in for the accounts and all of that. Uh, and, and I think that was a, that was a very exciting time. Uh, to to start off. And then in 94, uh, well, between that time, I was also running the Specialist Press Association, which was for trade and technical publications. That was for 12 years. I got out of publishing just to have a break. Uh, But it helped me to to get a far better understanding of the publishing industry, not just my little world, but that bigger world that was out there. And uh, in 94, I went uh, back into employment uh, as, as a general manager for a publishing company. And uh, they had just acquired, plum- uh, launched Plumbing Africa. Right. And that is what our audience is most familiar That's with. That's right. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, it was a German link to a publishing company that had some uh, publications. Sadly, the company uh, didn't last. Uh, I hope not because I joined it, but uh, uh, it was actually on its way out and they just didn't accept that. So I made an offer for Plumbing Africa a year later and um, that started my road on the plumbing in, in the plumbing industry. It was a very, very Kilimanjaro type of climb because promises had been made to the Institute of Plumbing then that could never, ever be uh, honoured in terms of financial gain um, and uh, that kind of thing. So, you know, that was my first starting point, and I sat down with Phil Waters. Steve, you'll remember him, but uh, uh, Phil Waters, who was running it, and Bill Randall. Brings back a lot of memories, Rory, in terms of when we go that far back. I mean, if you look at us then and now, you know, there's a huge difference, you know, in terms of the grey hair and the stresses. I think that people just don't understand how difficult that was. And I think, you know, coming out from from where you are now, you know, we've had, you know, various interviews with captains of industry, you know, people that have really gone and you resonate exactly, you know, where they are that um, and Willem will concur is that you started at the bottom, you know, and it's just through that sheer tenacity and, and, and just go-getting and making it happen it is where we are today. I mean, and it's, it's, it's brilliant. It really is. Um, just, just for me to interject there, I think that's a, the main reason why we have these is that people always see the end product and they don't see what it takes, so the raw material that goes into making mm. the product, mm. the factory that churns out the product, mm. and all the pieces to make this product that is Rory McNamara that we know right now. Yeah. And that is why it's so important for us and for the listeners also to realize that no matter where you are at this moment in time, you can find yourself in a different sphere as long as you work at it. Absolutely. And also you, you must work at something and you have to be consistent with it. That's the thing. Absolutely. And you've got to make sure that you dedicate yourself. If you decide that this is my path, you need to go all the way. And just before we continue the conversation, it's time to hit the brakes again. Don't forget to download the all-new and improved App Plumber from the Google Play Store. All your plumbing solutions are just a click away, exclusively for Android users. Welcome back. Just to get back to, to you having the 
taken over um, in in plumbing Africa, um, and and now you you already had the knowledge about uh, the publishing sector and the publishing industry, but now you were uh, involved in a in a publication that focused specifically on plumbing, and that may have been an in industry that you may not have had so much knowledge about. How do you go about in learning more about that? Or, or am I incorrect in saying that? No, 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 not at all. Uh, in all my publishing, for my entire time in publishing, I was always relate, uh, always worked on building magazines. All right. Uh, some that are still going. We, we relaunched SA Builder uh, in, in my one time, uh, and uh, it, it, it belongs to the MBA or whatever they're called now. They change their name quite regularly. Um, and um, so I've always been building related. And the irony was that uh, one of the publications, I actually started Plumbing News. And that was, this was before Plumbing Africa? This was before Plumbing Africa. It's before I even knew I was going to go on my own or anything like that. But I, I, I understand the importance of the building services. Absolutely. Yeah, the architects and the engineers come up with all these designs, but it's, it's the plumber, it's the contractor that makes that real. The guy who digs the trenches. The guy who digs the trenches. The guy who, who says, okay, fine, this is wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, we've got to do this, we've got to do that. And the engineer looks suitably confused. Uh, the architect has now distanced himself or herself from it. And the poor plumber is the one that now has got to pick up the can. So it was a very early start. I recall meeting with, um, with a, a body, and now I'm talking Steve Bomat Group, and uh, they controlled the industry. Yeah, that's going back a while too, right? Eh? With the Bomat Group, and now that's evolved, and now that's changed as well. Well, exactly, yeah. But uh, from a personal point of view, I've always disliked big organizations that try and control an industry. It's unacceptable. It's, it's, it's wrong. It does not work for empowerment. It does not work for transformation. Uh, but uh, they started breaking down and uh, or unbundling, I think is the correct term. And uh, we all know that everybody went their way. But uh, the, the attitude was, we don't need you under plumbing news. We don't need you. So we said, fine, okay, you don't need us. Uh, we don't need you. And uh, I think we contributed in a small way to the unbundling because we gave them a real hard time <laughs> about monopolizing the yeah, industry. Uh, you know, the competition's board at that time was totally hopeless. Um, unlike the Competitions Commission now, which is very active. So, yeah, um, I then made an offer, uh, went home to my wife, which, which they accepted, both the Germans and the, uh, the company, and I went home to my wife and I said, I bought a magazine. She said, with what money? I said, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and went along to my friendly bank manager, <laughs> and, and said, okay, I've got myself into the spot of who? And, um, you know, I need some money. So he said, all right, you know, and this, is the, this is the advantage of building up relationships, which I'll, I'll address later. Um, he said, all right, I'll give you some venture capital. And he did, which covered the cost of the, uh, the, cost of the magazine. And then 
you know, rather than going into the into the um, too much detail, um, there were people like Mike Drake, that was chairman of the uh, Institute of Plumbing at that stage, very sensible fellow, a lovely man. Most definitely, yeah. Uh, and you know, he actually helped me get my way through the the ups and downs of the issue that I had to face with the Institute of Plumbing. Uh, and and I'm forever grateful for that um, because we had to renegotiate a whole totally new deal. I have no doubt that it impacted on on uh, the Institute of Plumbing, uh, but, you know, they accepted the reality, and, and I give them credit for that. So, uh, and then, yes, you know, the, the, I then acquired the... The plumbing exhibition, that was also the German link, but it was Ian Fraser, who, uh, remember that, Steve? Yeah, this is going down memory lane here. Yes, I'm sitting, sitting, ticking over all these names and everything, and I think exciting times in terms of that role, in terms of where it's gone, and just raising these individuals. And I keep saying that, you know, sometimes we forget about these pioneers, you know, these individuals that, that we work with going back right at the inception of IOPSA. And it's phenomenal that just by their involvement where we are, you know, all those foundation members, it's, all it's really is. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, Ian and the German partner, Gentner Vlach, uh, had the plumbing engineering, and it was a very long name. And we eventually uh, bought it because the Germans then, once the liquidation had happened, they were now free and they came back and joined me. And uh, it was a very good relationship for, um, because that made us enter into the refrigeration air conditioning market because they had an equivalent publication. Uh, however, we didn't launch another publication because in the 80s I was actually working for an air conditioning publication as well. And I said to go and produce another title, doesn't make sense, uh, rather let's purchase. And there was one available and uh, that's the one we, we purchased which has grown. Uh, like Plumbing Africa has. So we took over the plumbing exhibition, we Plum Drain Africa, which uh, I hope all the listeners recall. And um, we, uh, we believe that that sort of fulfilled what I wanted to be a complete media package mm -hmm. for both the industry, so IOPSA and uh, PIRB, um, can can come to one central point and disseminate their information mm -hmm. during the time period. They used to, the previous owner, Ian and, and Irwin, they used to run it annually. And I said, no, you can't run a plumbing exhibition annually. You can't run any exhibition annually. There's not enough development. There's not a, so it's boring, same old, same old. So we made it alternate. We co-located with Interbuild, which I was also involved in in my misspent youth. And uh, so it made sense to bring that. We had a very good arrangement there. Uh, so uh, I, I like bringing all of these elements together rather than a standalone, I'm, I'm sort of the central piece. It, it's not about that. It's about what is best for the industry. How can we bring industry together? And um, it's, uh, yeah, you know, that, I mean, that, that's where it is, um, where we are now. Right. Uh, 
Running a business, yeah, I, I hated being managing director because I'm not, I don't like it. I like being out in the field face to face. And uh, my eldest son took over as managing director. Uh, he's a chartered accountant. And um, my third son, Dale, uh, has been with me the longest, probably 24 years, and he kept on, kept on resigning and then coming back again. Yeah. Now, we'll get to that just now. But I think, Rory, you know, in, in the sense of where we are, I think, you know, and I think for, for those just listening is that, you know, from what you've been saying is that, you know, Interact Media have really been a catalyst for industry. And I think, you know, in terms of bringing people together, if I can put it in a nutshell, you know, you guys have, and your team have certainly, you know, got it out there in terms of magazines and the way that you've interacted, if we can use that word, to bring industry together. And I think uh, industry owes yourself and your team a, a great deal of gratitude for the way in which you you conducted this over so many years from our institution. I'll, I'll leave i'll leave you with my bank account details <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. i was hoping to send mine to you, but anyway, okay we'll cancel each other okay. out okay but yeah thanks steve for that uh, that's very humbling um but you know if the industry is not prepared to work with one you know you can try as hard as you like uh, it's not going to, and, and I've got to then turn that around and say, come back to my reader. If my readers um, are not on board, I'm, I'm flogging a dead horse. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, so I, I give credit to, to, uh, to the readers. Um, I give credit to the industry bodies. All industry bodies, we have a love-hate relationship, but that's, uh, that's uh, you know, not true in that way. We debate, we have discussions, we're sensible about it. Uh, not like certain Don Quixotes that are running around at the moment trying to tilt it when... We agree to disagree. We agree to disagree, <laughs> that's right, yeah. But I, I would say that there has never been a time when we have not resolved whatever the concerns are. And uh, that I think is important. So it's a two-way street. Uh, we, we provide that, that, that service and um, the readers respond. Absolutely. If the readers don't respond, I'm in trouble. Absolutely, Rory. Uh, did you have any role models or, or mentors in your, in your career path? Yeah, my mentors, are my readers, and that's not glib. They challenge me, and I wish more would challenge me because when they challenge me, I know where to go and get information. Otherwise, I can just produce, you know, getting materials easy, getting relevant material that's going to be useful to my readers is much harder. So my one mentor or, or support group are my readers. And believe you me, those that challenge me, challenge me. And it's good. It is good. But yes, um, the man who started trade and technical publishing in this country, Cyril Watling, I had the privilege of working with both his sons uh, in my different companies that I worked for. And uh, he, I never met him. Uh, he'd retired a long time before that, but he wrote a book called Ink in My Blood. And uh, the, it, it was a very inspiring book because he started from scratch in what was then Rhodesia, and uh, he then um, he brought it to South Africa uh, and, and built up 
what was then known as Thompson's Publications, or newspapers then and became Thompson's Publications, which was the biggest uh, trade and technical publishing concern. And um, he, the one expression that he left with me, which I use today, is uh, there is tr- tremendous thrill in accomplishment. And, and that is what happens to all of us in IMD every time an issue comes out, every time an exhibition happens. And just going back to family again, my, my last son, fourth son, Andrew, runs our mining and traveling exhibition company, uh, which goes to the mines and that, and a little bit more of that a bit later on, which is going to impact on the plumbing industry. Is, is, it's, that is where our, our, our thrill comes from. So uh, my other mentor was was Bill Parr, um, worked with Cyril Watling, a salesperson as well, but an out-of-the-box thinker even in those days. In those days, we didn't think out of the box. We didn't know we were in a box. Uh, but he used to think out of it. And he, he was the one who started medical publishing in this country. He was an overseas publisher. That's how he used to think out of the box. And, you know, it was just wonderful being able to work with him and being able to, uh, being able to share with him and, and get his advice. But no, my, my mentors are my readers to this day and have always been. I think that's one of the most interesting answers I've ever had on, on that regard. Is it correct to say that you've had the shortest retirement ever recorded? <laughs> I think it was a weekend, Rory, if I remember correctly. It, you know, we had a farewell and then you were back by Tuesday. Okay, it was a long weekend. Well, uh, I recall, uh, yes, Mr. Brown, this was your your doing. Uh, my wife and I were up at Sun City for uh, our week break uh, and uh, we published uh, with the Institute of Plumbing, uh, negotiated with another publisher to publish the celebration of plumbing, to which I took great offence to. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but we worked it out, Rory. It was one of those agrees to disagrees. You know that. I mean, I didn't expect you to retire. You know, because of a decision that I was blamed for. But, I mean, I've got the book in front of me that says clearly Rory McNamara after some very. Uh, long debates and frustrating conversations. Uh, but yeah, um, you know, if it's my fault, um, no, I'm no, not going to apologise because we got a good publication. It's that when I was up at the city having my break, I had to come back to go and talk to this bunch of uh, uh, ops, uh, what do you call yourselves? Council representatives or something, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, lovely, people. Not, lovely people. Lovely people is the word you want. Lovely people. people. Yeah, they are lovely people. <laughs> Um, especially when I don't see them, you know. <laughs> um, but no, yes, I do. I, th- I think uh, I think it was twenty-one retirements I've had, uh, and keep on coming back. Uh, the last one uh, is as a result of the COVID issue. Uh, comes up as a question. Um, yes, uh, whilst we had to, uh, which impacted on everyone. Um, and we weren't excluded from that. So, you know, our traveling exhibitions had to be laid off because we weren't allowed to move there. And uh, so we've laid off that staff and we've moved people around in the, in the uh, industry. But, yeah, I had to come back and, uh, 
and I did not have to come back. I wanted to come back. But yeah, one's got to keep the brain uh, going. And I think that passion that I have for, for, for the industry, for my readers, for my advertisers, uh, I just get so agitated when I see bad things happening to good people. Rory, very, very briefly, what is uh, Interact Media's involvement with, respectively, the PARB and IOPSA? Just very briefly. It's a, it's, it's a must. It's essential. But it's not done for. Uh, uh, it's not done uh, because I have to. It's done because we want to. And uh, it's 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 very important that we are seen to be supporting the official bodies, uh, as it is, I believe, for them to to support us as well, um, which they do. So it, it's, uh, and, and I have just done remarkably well, both of them. I think on the PIRB, uh, I can claim, hope my detractors not listening, that, uh, yeah, you know, bet between uh, Ops and myself, we were really supportive of a type of registration program. The Department in Labor, as I call them, uh, they, um, they had no interest in doing this. They couldn't control the electrical side. So it was absolutely important that the industry took control of themselves. I know there are issues around it, and I know that PIRB and IOPS are ready to address those issues. And when I raise issues, it gets sorted out straight away. So I don't know, you know, it, it, it's just so important to be able to do that. And it comes up as another question. Uh, yes, we have seen quality improving. That's good news. Uh, Rory, I've read in, in an article, an online article somewhere, that um, there was a statement written in the article that says the Plumbing Africa magazine is the official journal of IOPSA. That is correct. It has been uh, since it uh, created. Uh, what official journal means, and this in no ways belittles the, the relationship that we have, uh, but it means that members can get a uh, copy. It's a condition of their membership. They get they get a copy. They uh, and IOPS uh, equally uh, will have input to that. Uh, so it's a it's a it's it's a, a two way street. It's a give and take. Maybe. It's a give and take. Yeah, and and uh, very very helpful uh, on that side. And equally, I hope we have as a, as a consequence of certain things that are happening. Uh, at, at a very high level. It's important that uh, non-IOPSA members accept that they should actually pay for the magazine. Uh, up until now, we've allowed that to, uh, to free roll because you know, I have a responsibility to my advertisers to get them into the market that they want to get to. So initially, for the first couple of uh, well, first couple of years, twenty six years, we we have uh, we have allowed that to happen. They must register, um, but uh, because of certain things that are happening around the industry, we are now going to put them on a subscription basis, uh, and this helps uh, protect our opsa to a certain extent uh, and creates that more value. And uh, and by inference, PIRB as well. But it is sad that this was brought about by by 
uh, a group who uh, have been making the most outrageous statements, accusing the official bodies, and now they've included Plumbing Africa and that. It's very dangerous and so unnecessary, um, whereas it could have been all sorted out. What else does, in the sense of products and services, does Interact Media define to Except, um, except for the Plumbing Africa magazine. I'll do that in two points. The other industries we serve, uh, which is the mining industry, the HVAC and oil industry, uh, the timber industry, but uh, construction, design and construction, not forestry. Um, affordable housing, which is a very exciting development now. And, uh, and then, of course, we do our traveling exhibitions. We have Plum Drain. And we have Fridge, which is the HVAC uh, exhibition. And, of course, we fully embrace the online. You have to. It's, uh, it's very important. So we have monthly newsletters. During the COVID period, we produced a weekly newsletter uh, because we didn't pub publish two months' issues there, uh, giving the advertisers a break. Uh, but we had a responsibility to PIRB in terms of the CPD points. So we produced the weekly publication, which went down quite well, actually. Um, but there's only so much people can actually refer to. So we are very controlled about how much information people are landing on, how uh, information is landing on people's desk. I know 90% of my stuff goes into junk, which is very sad because I'm the one who should be looking at everything that comes in, but by crikey, I, there's only so many loans I can take out, and, and they're all criminals anyhow. So, <laughs> so, yeah, we embrace the whole media, so I like to think of ourselves as a media group. And for every one of our industries, we mirror that package, for want to call it that. You slightly touched on the subject of COVID-19 and, and having then went on to the weekly publications specifically for the PRB and for the purpose of the CPD points that they have to achieve. Or did COVID-19, the whole epidemic, did it have a great impact on your business? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, we made a decision to not to produce anything for two months. Um, we've not been able to have our mining and traveling exhibition shows for the whole year. We usually do about 25 a year. So, yeah, it had a huge impact on us. And uh, we, 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 it was only in August that we went back to, to printing. Yeah, we were not affected any more than anybody else. Many in others. But uh, what we have said uh, publicly is if you're going to go to lockdown again, do not close down the construction industry. It's too important an industry to, uh, to close down. It's essential. Um, and and I, th I think they have learned from that, that, uh, you know, here we are affordable housing, so we could have further delay on that. And the statistics put out by the, uh, the Association of Affordable Housing Developers are frightening. You know, 79% of contractors wouldn't survive until the end of May. That's, you know, imagine that impact. And those were thousands and thousands of people. And, and when you think of a construction site, you can really practice, practice things. Now, there's a lot of other industries that are going to say, oh, well, we shouldn't be closed down as well. Um, I'm not in that space. Um, certainly not the construction industry.
And just before we continue the conversation, it's time to hit the brakes again. Plumber training has never been easier with articulated plumber courses. Enroll now to upskill yourself at your own pace and earn CPD points. Our informative and easy-to-follow courses can be found on iopsatraining.co.za. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Articulated Plumber. Welcome back. Now, to continue our discussion, I would like to ask the following question. With the wheel turning now, with COVID slowly and, and the lockdown regulations uh, having been minimized, is there any interesting or exciting news and, and, and events that Interact Media Define can share with the audience? Uh, yeah, we're still in business. That's about the most exciting. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, um, I think, yes, there are. Um, you know, as our publications will co uh, continue to grow again, uh, we'll be able to get more information at the moment. We're very selective about what goes in because our magazines are, are, are thinner. We don't, uh, advertisers are still wary, but, you know, they'll be coming back and, uh, uh, you know, we're busy. Uh, we just started producing the survey results of print, not print versus online. It's print and online and, and getting that that balance and I think this is very exciting reassurable stuff um, and then with the um, postponement of plum drain this year which would have happened two weeks ago um, going to 22 we're actually looking at um, a building services traveling exhibition and this has come out of my experience in working with the affordable housing uh, fraternity and there's a huge amount of work being done, okay, inner city as well, but we won't, we won't have a traveling exhibition to the inner cities. <laughs> we'll probably have nothing left <laughs> uh, with respect. Um, and, but out to the outlying areas, this is where building is taking place. Uh, and this is where uh, we believe that uh, taking industry to the outlying places. And we're not saying the totally outlying places, uh, but sort of the borders of the main cities, you know, where those developments are. And I believe this, is a, this creates a wonderful opportunity for industries, all industries. We couldn't do it just for plumbing. You won't get that kind of visitor coming in. But uh, building services, which is your HVAC, which is your fire, which is your uh, plumbing, uh, electrical, uh, that has, uh, there's a great deal of interest in that. So that's, that's probably going to be the most exciting thing happening, happening next year for us, for our industries. Talking about ex exhibitions, uh, what was your involvement in hosting the World Plumbing Conference in South Africa? And then I can add a little bit of a sub-question, if, if I can, for a lack of better terms. Uh, was there any benefit in hosting it here in South Africa? And, and, and was it supported well, both internationally and locally? Uh, yes. Um, it, it, would, it was the second uh, World Plumbing Conference that South Africa held, and that's the... Uh, only three companies have held, uh, three countries have held it more than once. Um, we believed that by bringing it, the last one was in 1999, or the first one was in 1999, and then the 2016 one, we felt there was good enough time to bring it back 
to to talk um, to to bring it together and 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 expose South Africans to the world stage because by then you know a generation new generation had come in the um, the benefit of hosting it here was for that reason so that, that we could do it we did something totally different um, by having breakaway sessions uh, nobody ever had tried that before but it was following the world plumbing councils thing at that time of environment and energy health and sanitation all those sections and and we did that uh, and it was it turned out to be very successful my conference chairman mike miller uh, he said to me uh, that night before the the opening he said what happens if people don't pitch to the uh, to one of the breakaway sessions i said i don't even think about that <laughs> you know, I hadn't even thought about that. You don't think about all the things that are going to go wrong. But he's an engineer, so he would think about it. Fortunately, those breakaway sessions were successful, and, and they worked very well for both speakers and that. Was it supported both internationally and locally? From a world, a world perspective, no, because there was a change of the guard. The, the old guys had all gone retiring and all the rest of it, and you've got this new breed coming in. In 2016, South Africa was not one of the best places to visit, um, but we still had a very acceptable attendance internationally uh, and a couple of the old guard who could put in, uh, in that. Locally, I'm going to say it, the Cape Town Plumbers let us down. Um, you know, we heard excuses like it's too expensive. We, you know, all the stuff. I'm not going there to listen to somebody, and I've been in the business for 30 years. I mean, I've never heard such absolute rubbish in my life before. And that was a very sad part of it. Now, I'm not going to dwell on Cape Town. Um, obviously, being in Cape Town, one should have got a lot more support. Uh, Steve will recall that we offered a variety of packages. We started this five years before 2016. Yeah, I think that's what um, they don't realize, Rory, is how much work and, you know, leading up to this, you know, what it takes. It just doesn't happen overnight. I mean, it was a huge amount of effort put in by the team and yourself, you know, yeah. being the leader of it. So, you know, it, 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 it was sad. It was really sad. It was really disappointing of that attitude that came through. And whilst we could, we should have had more people from Johannesburg for that. But you know, when you look at costs of this and costs of that, and I, I just kept on saying, guys, we've put packages together for you. We've uh, we've we've given you advantageous prices. You know, it's the best we can do. Hiring the Cape Town International Conference Centre, you know, you don't pay cost you fifty bucks. And it cost us two million rand, and uh, you know, so so that was that was very sad, and um, it it. But having said that, we ended up with just over two hundred delegates. It was small. It was manageable. It uh, the interaction was absolutely amazing, and um, what I what I say to the plumbers at these events, it's not a come and see. It's a come and participate. And uh, when you go to these events, when you do your webinars, when you do all this, my appeal to you is participate. It's there for you. It's not there for me or for, for well, IOPSA was the host, 
uh, and we IMD was appointed to run it. Uh, so um, was it worth it? I believe it was. Uh, financially, it could have been better, but that depends, of course, on how many delegates you have. You have your break-even point, but it didn't make a loss. Uh, our ops have got their money back, uh, plus a few rand on top of that. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it's, I believe it, it, was very, it was very successful. But I think it's, the point is that there's a new generation coming in. And, and uh, official bodies, um, exhibitions, and all of those publications now have to adapt to that new generation who requires things in, in different ways. Now just before we say goodbye, it's time to hit the brakes one last time. We'd like to encourage our audience to follow Articulated Plumber on Instagram and Facebook, not only to find out more about the Man in the Band podcast, but also to learn more about any exciting and interesting news that we may have. Our handle on both Instagram and Facebook is Articulate It Plumber. Uh, um, can you very briefly just give or share highlights of your career and uh, just a few last words as we close off this episode for the audience members? Last words of encouragement, inspiration, motivation, go for it, Rory. I mean, that was a turning point. Uh, every step of the way that I've been has always been a turning point for me. And, and you know, you've got to look, you've got to look, and I'll get poetic about this, you've got to look to the sunrise. You've got to always look to the sunset. Uh, sunsets are important so we can go to sleep or do whatever we do at night. Uh, but but there's always a nice um, sunrise, and you look at every opportunity is exactly what it's there for as an opportunity and and that time when all of a sudden I, I, I realized that I uh, was owed three months salary and I wasn't going to get it uh, and I had four kids at school um, it was a it was scary and I could have gone one way and uh, instead decided to go the other way because I saw the opportunity and we must look at opportunities in every step of the way. Um, in, in building up IMD uh, with very good staff, I must add. I uh, didn't do it myself. Uh, and, and, and family. But they were a family there. I tell these youngsters to tuck their shirts in and all the rest of it. So as far as I'm concerned, they're my children. So uh, that's it. Except I don't clap them because they're bigger than me. Um, <laughs> but you are heading for the gym now. Yeah, I'm heading for the gym now. Yeah, uh, on that one. So uh, build up some, some whatever. Um, but, you know, it's so easy to get into, into that, uh, that negative frame of mind. Uh, we are all human beings. And uh, it, it really is. And, uh, but you've got to say, okay, pick myself up, dust myself off, and get back onto that road again, whichever road you choose. Uh, and remember that choice is yours. And my sort of, what did you call it? Uh, it's a motivation in that. You know, it's an old expression for you youngsters. The world is your oyster. But the part we always forget, it's up to you to find the pearls. Uh, 
Rory, thank you so much for having joined us in studio for your effort and driving all the way through to Pretoria to come and come and sit and have this conversation with us. I think that you've shared very valuable information yeah, with the audience. Course, yeah. I brought a podcast. You course. did? Yeah, I brought a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and you still have two donuts left on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, thank you very much, Rory, for being here. Uh, thank you very much for Plumbing Africa. Um, first time I was in, no, second time I was in a magazine. I was in Plumbing Africa. I've been in there a couple of times, and I'm always so grateful for that opportunity and the exposure that it's given me. Um, you guys make a very interesting magazine. Uh, I, I give it to everybody. Um, I've had one lady used to work for me. She used to sit there and say, guys, do all of this in plumbing. This is so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it is. No, I think, Rory, it's, it's really been a, you know, this morning has just been a, you know, a walk down memory lane. And I think that what everybody needs to realize, it's been a long journey, but we're not done yet. We've got a long way. Yeah, a lot more to do. And I think that, uh, you know, you've been a great catalyst and a great friend and a mentor, you know, to, to many. And I think uh, it's been an awesome journey and we're not done. And that's all I have to say. Finally, it's time to switch off this engine. Cheerio. Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion. 